And thanks for hanging in there. It is Mile High Magazine Sunday morning, and I am Murphy Houston. Hope you're having a great start to your day. We are here on Mile High Magazine, and we're joined now by Colorado Preservation, Inc.'s Executive Director, Jennifer Origo-Charles. Jennifer, how are you? Hello. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, we're glad to have you. you got such a perky attitude for a Sunday morning, so we appreciate that. <laughs> so I, I, we got to jump right to this because I am not sure, and there might be a lot of people out there, especially you know a lot of people moving to Denver. Maybe you could explain what Colorado Preservation, Inc. is. Can you please? Sure. I'd, I'd love to tell everybody about the organization. So we've been around uh, for quite a while now, since uh, the... 1985, and essentially the the purpose of our organization is to work with different communities throughout the state of Colorado, helping individuals and organizations save uh, the historic places that matter not only to them, but to all of us as, you know, residents of Colorado or, or visitors that are coming in. There's so many really incredible places that are in our state that um, have important stories to tell, not only of the past, but how they've um, kind of been currently interpreted and, and what they can uh, mean for all of us in the future. So, you know, we've got quite a few different um, places throughout the state that we uh, that we work with, and uh, it kind of ranges from everything from one-room schoolhouses to industrial buildings to cultural and historic landscapes to, you know, Native American sites, archaeological sites. So we're, we're doing quite a bit out there, and I'm sure, you know, if you've got listeners that that have uh, traveled throughout our state. You probably passed some of the places that we've either saved or, or are currently working on saving. Well, our history, and that means the state of Colorado, is very interesting. Whether it's out on the eastern plains or in the mountains or on the western slope, there's a lot of cool things happening here that say a lot about our state, right? Yeah, definitely. And that's kind of what makes our organization a little bit different. You know, we're a nonprofit organization and you know, we do have this statewide focus, even though our office is, is based in Denver. So we're a little bit different from, you know, the History Colorados or kind of the, the state organizations that are out there or some of the smaller, you know, um, historical societies or things like that that just deal with matters in their immediate community. So we're that overarching historic preservation group that um, has, a, has a great focus. So as executive director, it's certainly given me an amazing opportunity to see some of the, the great communities and places that are out there, and I hope to share that with uh, with your listeners today and give them some access. Well, let's start, because I, I do recognize this now, Colorado's Most Endangered Places list. Now, this is a list you put out every year, pretty much, isn't it? Yeah, and, and you know, it's, it's a list that we put out every year, but it's part of a bigger program that, um, you know, we, we like to say once something is listed, it becomes part of the CPI family. So uh, for next year, 2022 will be the 25th anniversary of this program and it's really a a wonderful opportunity for us to kind of connect with the public and kind of put our mission directly in action so you know i was mentioning to you that we um, work with different communities to to save the the places that are are threatened so what we we offer is kind of every year kind of throughout the year the public can let us know of places that are threatened in some way that you know are 
historically significant and really important that they would like saved. And um, kind of from that, that list that comes in, you know, we, we do quite a, a bit of work to select which places we'll be working with in the current year. So we announce every year um, these new sites during our Saving Places conference. And um, the, the 25th anniversary is going to be a little bit different for the Endangered Places program. We're going to kind of re-highlight some of the places that are are still on the list. You know, over the years, we've worked with over 130, I think, is the number that wow. we're at right now. And out of those, you know, I would say about 65 to 70 are active projects. Um, you know, a, a good majority have been saved and only a few lost. But it, it, again, is an opportunity to the public to let us know what's out there. And then we look at it and see, you know, what's what's the level of threat? You know, it can sure. be everything from development to, you know, there's an abandoned building that's been in our town for 20 years but you know we don't want to see it go and then you know we'll work with the community and and see um you know how we can get some grant funding for them or come up with a plan for for a new use for the property can you give us uh, some of the buildings you might be working with now that are on this list that we would know of and maybe people want to help out yeah well so if you kind of go to our website you'll see the complete list and a kind of a, a map of where these places are and which ones are saved and which ones we're currently working with but um you know kind of as i was going through that initial rundown um one of the great projects that always uh, stays in in uh, mind for me that recently was listed as a save is a historic apple orchard um down in kind of the cortez region it's the gold medal orchard at the time, it was given its name because um, at the World's Fair, it was awarded the gold medal. Um, we were notified of this building kind of around 2014. Um, there's a historic building, but also a um, about six acres, I want to say it was, of, um, of the old sure. orchard that was left that, um, you know, most of the trees had died and there were just a few that were left on property and you know, there's a, a great group that we partnered with, the Montezuma Orchard Association, and they um, had a, an amazing idea to start grafting these heritage trees before they died. And then the idea is to replant just heritage um, kind of heirloom variety fruit trees back on the orchard and create a kind of a new orchard. And so they've been going out. Um, throughout the county and beyond and kind of talking to individuals, you know, do you know where some of these old trees are and capturing the genetic information before it's too late. So that's kind of a, a, a unique example of a project that people might not think of as historic preservation. But, you know, we, we've also got the uh, the trolley up in Arvada that's going to be, uh, they're almost complete with it. It was the last trolley to run before, um, you know, kind of Denver in the immediate area started shutting down that service in, I want to say, 1950 or so. Um, but, yeah, this, this trolley was, was still around, and it was in terrible condition. And, you know, there was a local group that really wanted to save it, and they've restored it. It just looks amazing. It's going to be part of an interpretation kind of on-site um, on location sure. in Arvada, and that one we're, we're getting close to calling a save. Like, you know, just a, a lot of really incredible projects like this that, uh, like I said, are, are located pretty much wherever one of your, your listeners is. I'm sure, sure we've got a project there. So I would uh, recommend checking out our website to, to what, see the map on that. Well, give us that website, Jennifer. What is it? 
Sure. It's coloradopreservation.org. Well, that's pretty easy. Even I can remember that one. You know, <laughs> it's easier than my name, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, let me see if I can try that again. Jennifer Origio Charles. Did I say that right? Well, we go. There we go. See, and it's a, it's a great Italian name. We were talking about that earlier. But Jennifer <laughs> is the Colorado Preservation Inc.'s executive director. Now, who does the preservation work? Do you get volunteers? Do you hire people? How does that all happen to save a nice historical piece of Colorado? Well, you know, saving these properties is certainly not something that you do overnight. And uh, usually it takes... Gosh, years, if not decades, to uh, move in, especially an endangered place, to uh, kind of the safe status. So there's a there's a large group that uh, does the work. I would say, as an organization, Colorado Preservation is a small committed crew. We're a, we're a staff of four, and we have a board of sixteen. But you know the. Colorado Preservation Arm certainly extends well beyond that to, you know, our port partner preservation organizations, to our members and, you know, individuals that, you know, support us and join in on things like our conference and our preservation trainings and and the communities that are doing this work kind of on the ground. You know, we only have one individual that runs the Endangered Places program. That's Kim Grant. He's the, exec, uh, the the director of that program. And, you know, he works with kind of our, our regional committees and um, individuals in the immediate communities and um, different organizations in those communities to, to work on getting these properties saved. Um, so he's certainly a, a big part of it. We have Jane Daniels, who runs our Preservation Services Department, and she works with the public um, writing grants and, you know, kind of um, working directly on projects that come to us that, you know, maybe wouldn't qualify for being endangered. But, sure. you know, if yeah. you're a private property owner that is looking to get funding, um, you know, that that's a, a good step or a nonprofit organization. And we have Amanda Barker, who um, works with me in running our, our conference that is held every year, and um, our Dana Crawford Awards, which recognizes great preservation projects or individuals throughout the state. So for, uh, for being a small crew, we certainly have a, a lot of things going on and a lot of great ways for your listeners to get involved with us. Well, that's great. And, and look, before we talk about the conference, which is, I guess, one way for you to get some funding because you are a nonprofit, where do you get your funding? You know, we're incredibly lucky in the state of Colorado that we have the State Historical Fund. I'm not sure how uh, familiar people are with that, but, you know, there are three historic communities that have gambling in Colorado. Um, and a portion of gambling proceeds goes into this essential big pot that becomes um, money that people can apply for grants that is run by the um State Historical Fund. And so we actually, as an organization, get funding for our Endangered Places program um, through a grant through that organization, as well as our conference. We oh, receive a little bit of money for, for grants that way. And, you know, um, you know, certainly donations from the public and memberships and things like that uh, help us keep going and, and doing the great work we do. Absolutely. It's good to see the gambling money going to good use. <laughs> because people... Hey, you know? Uh, well, people... <laughs> 
realize that when you're in Blackhawk or, you know, Cripple Creek or, and, and, you know, if maybe you don't come home with that jackpot, your money is certainly supporting other amazing things yeah. that are, are happening that you might not even realize. Well, that's why I'm glad to hear that. It's really, that's eye-opening. Good to hear that. Uh, let's let's talk <laughs> about the next conference coming up now. It's early in 2022, like February 7th through 9th, the 25th anniversary saving yeah. places. Yeah. Talk about that. What exactly. is it? What happens? So, sure. So, you know, as, as kind of COVID hit in uh, 2020, it made us really think about the conference and, you know, how we might have to change things up. Um, so we were 100% virtual um, this uh, this past year. So we're really excited to be offering sort of a hybrid approach, which is a little bit new for us. So there's kind of, um, it's, it's a little bit confusing on the dates, but essentially we're going to have February 7th through uh, the 8th will be in person downtown in Denver at the Sheridan Hotel. So that'll be two full days of training opportunities and workshops. Um, all that stuff will be recorded and available. So if you register for the conference, but let's say, you know, you're not in the Denver area or you're not comfortable being in person, you'll get access to all that content online. And, you know, you'll, you can watch that whenever you'd like. February 9th, that Wednesday, is going to be an online-only day where, you know, we have our keynotes and, and different speakers um, and some sessions throughout the day. But the piece that's new for us that I'm really excited about is we're calling it an on-the-road, a conference on-the-road portion. You know, we were thinking, how do we really bring some of these unique projects um, directly to the public and give them behind the scenes access to this. So in the summer of 2022, we're going to offer two days of, you know, one day of kind of um, training and sessions and the second day of unique behind the scenes tours in the San Luis Valley. Um, You know, there's so much great work going on there and so much rich history so uh, giving people access to really see some of these places and, and hear from the people that are, are doing the work, I think, is something new and exciting. And I really hope that the uh, the general public gets excited about this. You know, sure. our conference is typically um, attended by preservationists, but the content and uh, the information in these sessions is certainly not specific to, um, you know, somebody sure, who's sure. officially in the field. You know, if, if you're an individual that's interested in learning more about the history of Colorado or, you know, how to save old buildings or what can be done, right. you know, it, it's content like that that's available. Well, I know tickets go on sale here October 2021 coming up, but how do we get them quickly before I have to let you go here? Sure, yeah, just go on our um, our our website, and then the savingplaces.org is going to be the conference-specific website, and you can um, you know just select what option you would like and uh, and register right there. Well, keep up the good work, Jennifer. Colorado Preservation Inc. That conference sounds really interesting, and it's all local stuff happening right maybe in your backyard. So people should check that out again. Give your specific website again if you don't mind. It's coloradopreservation.org. I hope to see everybody there. Well, let's hope that everybody shows up. Keep up the good work, Jennifer, and thanks for coming on Mile High Magazine. Thank you so much. And you guys have a great week. It's Murphy Houston here, Mile High Magazine done for this Sunday. We'll talk to you next week.